All right, everyone, welcome to a very special edition of Chasing the Natty, a college fantasy football podcast. One of the things that makes college fantasy football so great is that it allows us to highlight and follow players from programs that normally would not get the attention they deserve. Thus, today we're launching what we hope will be the first in a series of interviews we'll be doing of players that we in the CFF community love and adore more than anybody else. Today, we have wide receiver Stefan Cobbs out of Boise State. He's currently going around the beginning of the sixth round according to our CFF ADP and is a former three-star wide receiver out of Keller, Texas. Many are hoping he'll be the man to replace Khalil Shakir as the dominant wide receiver on Boise State this year. Please enjoy the interview with Mr. Cobbs. Zappi looking to Jared Stearns who makes the catch and scores. What a burst! Trey Vaughn Henderson! As advertised, touchdown Buckeyes! This is Chasing the Natty, a college fantasy football podcast. everybody i am joined here with mr stefan cobbs he likes to be called steph and he is a wide receiver for the broncos of the blue turf up there in boise state welcome to the show steph how you doing sir no i'm good i'm good so steph you are again like i mentioned just now you're a wide receiver at boise state What's it like at Boise State? And you are a guy who had a couple of Power 5 offers. I, I see on your 247 you were offered from Baylor, uh, Texas Tech. Why did you end up choosing to go to Boise State? What kind of spoke to you about them? Uh, well, I don't, I don't think you looked the right 247. I didn't have offers from them, but it's all right. But, uh, oh, you didn't? Well, nah, 247, but, uh, get, get your stuff together. <laughs> but no, I love the city. Um, I love the environment. Um, great fan base, uh, great crowd that just supports us all the time, uh, every day. I mean, I walk in, you know, sometimes people recognize me and they just, you know, tell me like, it's nice to see me, you know, good luck with the season. Sometimes people don't even recognize me, but they're just so nice to me. And they just always have a positive attitude up here. Definitely, definitely got to love that. Uh, and so you're a, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong here, but you're a redshirt junior going into your fourth year. Am I correct on that? Um, I see a redshirt senior. Redshirt senior. So, yeah. but even so you're going, you're several years into the program now, what's something you would say you've been working on in your game kind of each year you've been at the program, like since your freshman year to now, um, it could be something different each year. It could be something that you've worked on all four, all, all of your years that you've been there. Um, just kind of let us know, like, what's it like to be developed at a program like this? Uh, I mean, it just gets you to realize like you need every, uh, everything, every part of your game, uh, the best it could be. So I focused on, I mean, really, like you said, everything, uh, my run up the catch, my, um, trying to get explosive plays, trying to make, um, aggressive and, um, spectacular catches, um, blocking. I'm just, just really everything. I mean, the mental side of it, the physical, the physical side of it. And, you know, it's real nice to be where I'm at because, uh, our receiver coach, he played the position was real good at the position. So we've always, uh, We've always had like a good leader that goes in and knows, you know, exactly um, what to do and what, what it takes to uh, be great at the school like he was. So, um, yeah, I just kind of focus on everything each year 
um, you're never too good. Um, you're never too good to get better at anything. So I just make sure I always go in and, you know, get better at, you know, everything I can. Yeah, I love I love that attitude and definitely love the bonding you clearly have with your receivers coach. I'll ask you, which what do you say would be the hardest part about all of that? Um, I mean, it's kind of just what, what I do. I don't really think there's a hardest part about it. I yeah. mean, the work, the work uh, is not easy work, but you don't want it to be easy work. If it's easy work, you know, you're not getting any better. So, um, I mean, I just go out and I just have fun. Um, I have a good, I have a good receiver group, a lot of good teammates that, you know, make the work fun as well. So it's not too much that's really hard about it. Just going in there, putting in the work and, you know, make sure I'm getting everything I can out of everything I'm doing. All righty. So speaking of your skill set, you're known for being a pretty explosive returner for Boise State. How does that skill set kind of help you be a better football player overall? I mean, it just adds on to, you know, just outside of just only being a receiver. So uh, I continue to get better at that. Just, you know, continue to put things in my resume. Um, I obviously want to get better at it, get, um, you know, get more touches um, ever returning and, you know, try to make more explosive plays. But yeah, it's, it's always a good thing to have a lot of things that is your resume. So um, I'm thankful that that's, you know, part of my name, but I still got a lot more work to do. Got to get better at that. I know for a fact, a lot of the NFL scouts love seeing a punt returner on or punt returner or kick returner on a athlete's resume. So good on you for that. Uh, and then kind of the last thing we're kind of mentioning, or it's not the last question, but like uh, kind of referring to the fact of uh, re- referring to your time at Boise state and everything you're, you're now several years into the program, which now means you're one of the more senior members of this team. What is that role like for you? How does it relate to some of the younger guys kind of coming in? Uh, I always want to, you know, make the place better. Um, make the place better when I leave than when I, when I came in here. And uh, I know when I got in here, I had a whole bunch of good role models, good senior people that, you know, took me along and, Show, show me what to do, how to get better and things like that. So I kind of just want to be able to do that for the guys coming in, uh, the guys that are already in here, just kind of help them along, help them get better, help them achieve, you know, their goals and get closer to that. Very nice. And um, if I remember correctly, y'all just had your freshman move in this past weekend. Am I correct on that? Uh, no, we have not. Um, they come in, I believe, in the end of June or the beginning of July, somewhere around there. Okay, wow. So you guys, you guys move in a little bit later than some of the other schools. That's fine. I imagine you'll be very involved with that. Um, So we'll talk about your wide receiver room a little bit here. Uh, You were in the same wide receiver room as Khalil Shakir, who just got drafted to the Bills. What's something you would say you learned from him while you guys are kind of working together on the same team? Uh, One thing about him, man, first of all, that's my dog. Like uh, like I said, we always have fun. He knows how to always have fun um, and be serious at the same time. we never took days off. We never took um, anything light, but we never made it too serious to where it wasn't what it was, which, you know, is a game. And so um, he was good at controlling um, controlling his attitude, making sure he's, you know, taking the work very serious, but also having fun with it and, you know, uh, showing that to the room and pushing that into the receiver room as well. So that's a that's a big thing for him now. now and I'm going to continue to try to do with these uh, – in the receiver room as well. I like that. Again, like kind of going back to the whole role model thing you were talking about just a minute ago, taking what you learned from a guy you clearly looked up to here and now trying to apply it to some of the younger guys. I like that a lot. Um, Let's go back to this past spring. What was spring practice like for you guys? 
and anything kind of stick out to you being different this year? I know this is the second year that you guys had this coaching staff and this new, this offensive system. Uh, anybody kind of standing out in the wide receiver room? And I know a lot of people have asked me to ask you about Ashton GNT. I know a lot of people are excited about him. Uh, overall, how is spring like for you guys? Uh, great. A lot of competition. Um, that's the biggest thing from spring that you want to get out of is just great competition. Iron shop is iron, we say it all the time. And um, the offense can't, can't do good without the defense pushing them and, and uh, getting us better. So offense and defense have been back and forth pushing each other. Um, one day offense will win, the next day defense will win, and it was back and forth with that. And I think that's just a great spring. I think that's how spring's supposed to go. Um, as far as Ashton, great running back, great talent. You know, he's from Texas. Okay. Uh, we are producing athletes like that. Um, and the whole receiver room looked good. Um, all, for me, all the way down to the people, the freshmen that um, first first year spring, uh, it was first spring ball for them. They all, everybody looked good. Everybody was making plays and being explosive. Um, but yeah, so all in all, spring was good, great competition, and um, everybody got better because of each other. Man, that's always good to hear. And I bet that's exactly what the coaches wanted to see out of you guys. Um, and so the kind of the follow-up questions uh, to that is, fall camp's going to be coming up here. What's something that you guys are going to be working on in fall camp that might be a little bit different than spring camp, you think? I mean, just continuing to push each other, uh, fix, the, fix the small mistakes or, you know, lessen the mistakes we had. Um, something's going to happen. Something's going to come up. How we react and how we um, – respond to what's, hap uh, what's going on is going to be a big role, a big part of how successful we'll be. So just focusing on things like that and continuing to compete and just, you know, iron sharp is iron. So continue to push each other. Basically ironing out what you worked on this spring. Yeah. All righty. Uh, and so the other thing that I wanted to ask you about here, and I think this is a situation that a lot of players kind of go through, but I think uh, you got, you can definitely provide some insight onto this one of the bigger changes a player can go through at any level in the sport, but especially at the college level is a head coaching change. You were at the program when Brian Harson was hired away to Auburn and now you have Andy Avalos as your head coach. What is that transition like as a player to go from one head coach to another at the college level? I mean, coach, I love coach. Jeff. Coach Jeff came in with a positive attitude. Uh, he came in with that energy. Uh, he was a player. So he understands, you know, what we need to get going. And he comes in every day with that same energy and just continues to push us. Um, I don't know if people notice, but I was a freshman when Coach Ab was here as a D coordinator. So we already we already kind of had a little uh, relationship established. So, I mean, when he came in, it was just nothing but positive vibes from uh, me and him and the rest of the team as well. Yeah, I definitely feel like that makes that transition a little bit easier when you have a coach who's kind of coming back to the program after being away for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, Next question I have here, a lot of things are changing in college football right now. you got the transfer portal, you got NIL, et cetera. What does all that kind of look like from a college player's perspective, would you say? I mean, a person like me, I don't really – I try not to pay attention to any of that. Um, I kind of just try to focus on what's going on. Uh, as far as, you know, the transfer portal and all that, I mean, it probably affects somebody who's – uh, looking into that or where it really affects them. But like I said, I really don't pay attention to much of that. So for me, it really hasn't changed that much at all. I kind of just still working, still trying to do what I do. I think a lot of people would be surprised at how common your answer to that question really is. And true is a truthful answer. 
among players. I think a lot of people kind of think that players are thinking about that stuff a little bit more than they actually are. So good on you for that, I'd say. And then last part, we're going to kind of finish up here and everything. Uh, obviously, the answer to this is the American version of Danny Rojas from uh, Ted Lasso, where football is life. But what's something else you like to do outside of football, man? Like anything fun you like to do with your teammates? Like, obviously, you love football, but what else What else do you like doing? Uh, I'm starting to get uh, – I'm really into bowling. Oh. I've been bowling a lot. Um, I have to cut back a little because I'll spend a little too much money. I've been going so much. Uh I'm trying to get into golf. Golf is a lot harder than what it looks like. So I'm trying to get into golf. But um, yeah, bowling. I'm really get, I'm really into bowling. I'm trying to get into golf. And I'm also on the game as well. I try to you know expand and do different things. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the three things I I try to get into. What's the highest score you've gotten in bowling? I have an uncle who's in a I don't, I don't want to say professional bowling league, but he's like they they go hard. <laughs> uh, I think like two thirty something. Wow, uh, very impressive. It's it's a good score, but you know I'm not. I don't want to get to. Um, I want to. I want to get close to. I want that 300, but oh yeah, you know, it's hard to do. Yeah, it's definitely better than anything I could ever put up. I think I'm probably the highest. I've, I I think I've hit over 100 maybe once in my life. So uh, <laughs> you're doing a lot better than I am. Uh, you said. Um, I, correct me if I misheard you earlier. You said you like the game, like video gaming, or yeah. What's your favorite video game? Um, you know I jump around. Um. Before I played a lot of uh, Modern Warfare, I'm on Apex right now. Hey, uh, who's your main? Uh, Mirage. Oh, Mirage. I'm a Lifeline main. Okay. I can't. Yeah, I need. I need an escape artist, and I feel like his little ability helps with that. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and this Modern Warfare Two is coming out, so I'm really excited about that one as well. Oh yeah, I I, I definitely remember the the days back in like middle school and everything when Modern Warfare was king. Fun yeah. times. Fun times. So, yeah. well, Steph, I really appreciate you coming on and just kind of hanging out with us for a little bit. I, I love the answers you're able to provide us and everything. Um, I guess if you want to, you can plug any of your social media here and everything. Let, let people know where they can follow you. Uh, if there's anybody else that you specific, like who does like graphics for you or anything like that, I don't know. Um, uh, you, you plug anything you want right here, basically, is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, for sure. Follow my Instagram, Steph Cobbs, S-T-E-F-C-O-B-B-S. Um, I believe my Twitter is the same. That's really all I'll be on. But, yeah, y'all give me a follow and see what's up. Again, Steph, you're you're a great dude. Love being able to talk to you. And, guys, um, for those of you listening and everything, really appreciate you guys tuning in. And hopefully we'll do more of these interviews with some of these other college players out there and everything because this has been a fun time. I really enjoyed this. So really appreciate y'all and have a blessed day. I appreciate you, man.